Welcome to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey, certified life coach, passionate author, and speaker from Living My Empowered Life. She's on a mission to help women just like you achieve your goals and break through any barriers holding you back from living the life you deserve. If you're ready to slay life without apology, you've come to the right place. Here she is now, your host, Tracy Massey. Hey, boo, how you do? Tell me what's going on with you. Okay, I definitely was not meant to be a rapper, but hey, girl, how you doing? I hope you are doing fabulous. I know I am because life is just good. God is just good all the time and all the time. God is good. I'm excited about today's episode because today's episode includes a very special guest. She was IG fam, but now he ha- she has become real life fam. And I am so honored to have her sit down with me for this chat. Y'all, this chat was so good that we had to break it up into two parts because I'm telling you, we just sat down and just started chit-chatting like for real. You talk about the vibe of the Charger Station podcast, like two girlfriends sitting on the couch having a having a drinky poo, like having sipping on some some coffee, tea, water, wine, whatever your beverage of choice. This is that conversation. And we also have a special guest that showed up in the midst of the um broadcast too. So you're gonna love that part. Who is this guest? I am so glad you asked, y'all. Her name is Nikki Davis. If you are in the Charlotte or surrounding areas, you know her as your girl, Nikki. She has worked in urban radio for 15 years. She was awarded the Radio Personality of the Year from the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters. Currently, she has her own radio show on Sundays called Touched by the Spirit, at the time of this uh, recording, she was mom of one, Miss Lady Bella. Now she is mom, soon to be mom of two, because at the time of the releasing of this podcast, she and her husband, Brandon, are expecting a new bundle of joy. So congratulations to them. Also, at the time of the recording of this podcast, she had just released her book, as well as Bella released her book. So they are both authors. Look at that. Look at that. So the book is available now. All of that information of how you can order the books and how you can link up with Nikki will be in the show notes. But sit back, relax, grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your water, grab your wine, whatever your beverage of choice is, sis, grab it and enjoy this episode with my special guest, Nikki Davis. Welcome everybody to the Charging Station podcast. What's up, peeps? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, girl? You all right? You all right? I hope you are yet holding on and holding on yet. (laughs) We are having a fantastic day on this end. But first, I just want to thank you for tuning into the Charging Station because you can be listening to anything, anywhere, doing anything, but you lent your little ear over here to little old me and I appreciate you for that. Welcome back, boo. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the Charging Station, baby. Have a seat on the couch. Let's sit back and enjoy. Grab your tea, grab your water, grab your coffee, grab your wine, whatever you're sipping on. Just make sure you sip responsibly and make sure that you are just enjoying yourself because I have a special, special guest today. She feels like family because, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of like, <laughs> I followed her on the radio for a while and I followed her on Instagram for a while and just to watch her 
progression and growth and becoming mommy and just like she just got some amazing stuff going on i was like you know it went down in the dm y'all it went down in the dm i dm'd her and i was like hey <laughs> So I would be so uh, so honored if you would be on my podcast. And she was like, "Yes." I was like, "What?" Like, I'm so glad you couldn't see me. <laughs> I think I did a lap around the room. Like, what? Yes. So, y'all, welcome to the couch. Your girl Nikki, Miss Nikki Davis. Hey, boo. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. Like I said, it's a true honor to have you here because I feel like I'm amongst the greats. Oh. You know, what you can't, what you guys can't see is her oh, lovely man. family over here to my right. And I'm like, you know, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate, like, you just reaching out to me to, uh, to sit down and talk with you. To chat. Yeah, I'm to excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> and you know, I have this thing because we have this thing like you become family once you come sit on the couch. Okay. So don't be surprised if I have you back like, hey girl, I got this thing going on. I want you to put on it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Okay. For real. <laughs> All right. So for people who don't know who you are, like if you are in Charlotte, you know who this is. You know this voice. You have heard this voice. Many, many times before. Mm-hmm. But for all of the peeps who don't know who you are, tell everybody who you are and give us a fun fact about you. A fun fact? Mm-hmm. Let me think about that one. Yeah, we stump um, everybody with that one. I'm like, there's nothing really fun about me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, well, I am your girl, Nikki. I used to work on Power 98. I went from night, 7 to midnight, to afternoons, had the baby. Um, I'm a wife, um, a mother. I am a prayer warrior. Yes. I am an author now. Yes. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and a fun fact about me, um, I never wanted to be in radio. What? Yeah. Really? I wanted to be a um, dance choreographer. Really? I used to follow Fatima and, like, all the Aaliyah videos. Yeah. I danced from the time I was four. Four until I was 17. So I did tap, ballet, jazz, gymnastics, point. Wow. And then once I got into college, I got out of it. Wow. Yeah. So okay, go. so that's where we're getting ready to start because I'm sitting here with my mouth open. Like, what? You didn't want to get into radio? So how did you get into radio? Um. So I went to Winston-Salem State and I decided to major in communications because I didn't have to take math class. <laughs> that's smart. Um, I, mean, I, was I was like, uh, let me see. Oh, no math? Let's do that thing. That's cool. So I got into communications. And really, I wanted to be a speech therapist and work with children who mm-hmm. had, you know, speech problems and mm-hmm. um, autism and just lisp and things of that nature. So that was my goal. And then I got into um, an internship at a radio station because mm-hmm. it was like my last year Teacher's like, you need an internship? I'm like, I don't know where I want to intern at. And luckily, my cousin worked at a news station. I knew I didn't want to do news because mm-hmm. it was too uptight for me. Um, I but, can see that. <laughs> I'm just like, I talk with my hands, so I can't do that. Um, so, yeah, I, my cousin hooked me up with the radio station in the city. I got an internship, and I fell in love with radio. Well, I'm glad that you did. Because you got me through many a day stuck in traffic in Charlotte. I'm like, yeah, we jamming. 
Listen, that mix used to be popping. That mix used to have me. I would forget that I was stuck in traffic. And I know people would be looking at my car like, what is wrong with this chick? Like, I used to say normal people in traffic sit there with the mean mug, ugly face. I'm over there, like, making a stank face, dancing, Girl, like, having a good that time. Studio, like, oh, that was hot. I had to, like, I was just, like, fanning under my arms. I'm like, it is too hot in here. Mm-mm. But, like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad you got into radio. <laughs> Thank you. So I have to ask this question because I know being in radio, you get to be around stars. Yeah. Have you ever been starstruck? I haven't. I can't say that I have. Um, yeah, I haven't. Probably when I first got into radio mm-hmm. and I met Uncle Phil and um, and Tom Joyner and Theo from the Huxtables. No, you didn't. Yeah, that was that was probably like the biggest like, oh my gosh, they're like right here. Like they just took a picture because I was, you know, I was young. Yeah. And I was excited. It's my first radio job and. So, yeah, that was probably my starstruck moment. But after that, it was the artists that I used to meet. They were really rude a lot of times. So, you just, after a while, you like, oh, T.I. here. Oh, okay. No, not T.I. <laughs> no. no. T.I., he was, really, he was cool, though. But, like, everybody else, I was like, oh, okay. And then you meet him, and you're like, oh, you're little. You're, like, real short. You know, I've had like, that, that, yeah, I've had that moment, like, wait a minute. Like you're pint size. Like we're looking eye to eye. I'm five foot one. So I'm like, wait a minute, we look at eye to eye. Or if I'm wearing my heels, I'm like, I'm looking down at you, bro. Yeah. Hold on. So after, after I start meeting people and I'm like, man, you we put our clothes on the same way. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could say I would I haven't been starstruck. I've I've yeah, I've looked like an idiot in front of a couple people. Oh. And I probably Girl, Cam Newton. <laughs> I'm still scarred by that because everybody knows me knows I had the biggest crush on Cam. And so I went and volunteered with, with his organization when he was here in Charlotte. And everybody's like, don't end up in jail trying to stalk Cam. Girl, I had the opportunity. Cam was right there. And he was like, thank you for volunteering today. Thank you for your time. And I was just like, duh. Stuck, stuck on dumb. And I said, I bet he probably thinks I'm slow. But <laughs> now I have like seen Cam when he used to come to the station and I wanted a picture just for my mom and dad because they like to brag about, oh my God, Nikki met such and such. I'd be like, okay, mom, okay. I think there's still one person <laughs> who if I ever meet, I'm really hoping if I ever meet him, he's not a jerk. But if I ever meet him, God knows he can take me on the glory then. Because who? Brian McKnight girl. I love me. Stop it. I love love me some Brian McKnight. I don't care what he says. Every song that he makes and is talking about love, he's singing to me. I know he married and everything now, (laughs) but he's really singing to me. That's my baby. He was nice, though. I'll I'll let you keep your... Okay, thank you. He was nice. I met him um, when... Maybe like my first or second radio station, but he was was really nice. Thank you. So, so Brian... Or anybody, hey peeps, hey peeps, make it happen. <laughs> Brian McKnight, just sing to me. I just wanted to sing happy birthday to me. That's it. I will be good. But anyway, enough about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, Nikki, we just gonna, just going to have fun. We just going to have fun. Okay. So, you were in radio for how long? How many years? 15 years. 15 years. And all of a sudden, you made a big pivot. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that pivot. Mm-hmm. This was this was actually my second pivot because I quit radio in 2013. Uh-huh. And that's when I met my husband. Mm. And I quit and he showed me like a different different life. 
like an entrepreneurial life. And okay. I was really excited to see mm. what this life was about. So y'all, let's just take a let's take note right here. Everybody, let's just take note right here. The importance <laughs> of having the right mate in your life. Because you see what that connection has done. And so when we, we continue in our conversation, you're gonna see what that connection did. So when when God aligns you with the right person, who mm-hmm. baby. Ooh, I just got chills thinking about that. So <laughs> all my single peeps, including me, hang on, girl. Hang on. Because when God sends you the right mate, mm-hmm. it can unlock your purpose, your passion. And then God can just take all that stuff and just multiply it beyond your wildest dream. Yes, definitely. So this second pivot, let's talk about the second pivot. The second pivot was February of this year. And I left Power 98 after some praying and some, you know, just really, really thinking about it. Because my first pivot was very, it was quick. Mm. It was like, leave the shop. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this one, it was like, I knew I was ready to, I was actually ready to leave once I had my daughter. Mm. And even before I had my daughter, I had feelings of, I don't really want to be here anymore. And then I got pregnant. I said, I need to stay for these benefits real mm. quick. Yeah. Um, let me go and have this baby with these good benefits. And then even after, I was like, well, you know, I got a daughter now. I can't just leave a job. It's, you know, steady paycheck, la, la, la. But I was like, no, it's, mm. God is going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And it came time, and it was just like, it's time for me to go. Yeah. Like, I can't hold on anymore. And I had wrote, I, I had written out my two-week notice probably starting in October of 2019. And every month I would change the date. Wow. To like November. No, I'm going to quit December. And it was so funny because I had um, I had planned on turning in my two-week notice on December 17th. That was my date. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, December 17th is it. This is it. And it was another lady that worked with me at the station. And she wanted to quit. And she was like, well, I'm not going to quit. You know, I'm going to quit. Until, I'm going to wait till the beginning of the year. And then I'm going to leave. And I said, okay, well, December 17th is my day. Because December 31st is going to be my last day. And when 2020 come, I'm going to have a fresh start. That was my whole mindset. <laughs> so December 17th got there and I had it in my calendar and it reminded me and I just erased it. And I said, no, today's not my day. Mm. I get to work and she quits that day. Wow. And she just came in the studio and was like, I'm leaving. I said, you going home for the day? She's like, no, I'm leaving. I already left my key. I cleaned out my desk and nobody knows but you. Wow. And I'm going to email them my two week notice. Oh my God. I said, you're not leaving today. She's like, no, today is it. And the crazy part about that was my husband that morning had asked me, what's up with your girl at work? And I was like, who? And he, he was like, you know, your girl that was going to quit. I was like, I don't know. Like, it was just random. And then she quit that day. That was wow. supposed to be my day. Wow. So then I kept like, you know, rewriting my two week notice. Okay. I'm going to quit in January. January left. I was like, I'm going to quit in February. And that's, that's what I did. My last day was February 13th. Wow. Okay, so may I share the conversation we had in DM? Yeah, definitely, because that, that shocked me. That, <laughs> that was like, uh, and it, it shocked Share the story, because it shocked me, because I I was like, okay, God, thank you. It was Because sometimes you go through life, and you don't know if God is hearing you, mm-hmm. and you get discouraged and depressed, and you're like, okay, God, I know I'm talking every day. And I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. waiting for something. Yeah. So when you sent me that DM, I think I started crying like, okay, 
Thank you, God. I'm about to cry now. So no, don't do it. Don't, don't. I'm a waterhead. Don't do it. No, don't do it. I can't look. I can't look. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> okay, so Pete. So, like I said, I've been listening to Nikki for a while. And for me, her voice started to change on the radio. And I could not pinpoint why. I was like, something's different. Something's different. So I went into prayer and I was like, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I know that you're doing something. And I just, I just went on a fast and I just started praying. So peeps, when I tell you to put your prayer requests in, I go hard. Like I literally go and pray for people and I fast for y'all. So boom, um, <laughs> not, a, <laughs> not a shameless plug or nothing, but I'm like, this, this is serious because you never know what God is doing in someone's life. And when, when you're going through, a transition, you know, you get attacked, you get attacked. And I believe God put intercessors on this earth for that very thing. So when someone isn't, is going through a transition and they're not quite clear on what it is they need to do or when they need to do it, mm-hmm. I truly believe that God puts intercessors, intercessors in our paths to go and bombard heaven and to fight for them. Like, like you got to think about it like um, Moses and had Aaron. So whenever mm-hmm. we're weak and you need to have somebody there who will hold up your arms and be like, hey, I got you, girl. So even though we had never met, I was like, look, something's going on. Let me go ahead and pray. And so when she left the radio, like I knew that you had gone. I thought that maybe you're just taking time off. I didn't know that you had completely left the station. Yeah. Until you posted that day, I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, oh, God. And so that was like a confirmation for me because, yeah. like you said, sometimes you don't know if you're really hearing God. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know. Like, I struggle sometimes with knowing if if I'm even in God's pathway. Right. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so that was a confirmation for me. And so while you were on your end crying, I was on my end crying like, God, thank you for letting me be obedient. This woman don't know me from the next person on the street. But Lord, I knew I knew you was doing something. So when you made that post announcing that you left, I sent Nikki a DM and I just told her, I was like, look, I knew something was going on. I didn't know what, but I just went into prayer and I'm so thankful that you were obedient. And I think, did I tell you I was proud? If I didn't tell you I was proud of you, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you because (laughs) that takes, it takes strength and courage and gusto Mm -hmm. to be able to be obedient to what God has told you. Because a lot of times God will tell us to do stuff and it makes no sense to us. None at all. But it makes plenty of sense to him. And it's like the slightest um, act of obedience can set us up for the rest of our lives. And so anybody that's listening to this, I, I pray that you are encouraged to just move in obedience to God. Even if it's the slightest pivot, that slight pivot can change the entire game. Yeah, my husband always says faith doesn't give you all the details. Ooh. So, yeah. you know, you have to step out on faith without asking God, well, what's next? Well, where am I live at? What am I eat? Like, just do it. Just move when yeah. God says move, and trust that if God is telling you to move, that He's already got everything worked out. Yeah. And we try to, you know, plan stuff out. And um, well, God, I hear what you're saying, but give me two more weeks. I'm gonna stack some money up real quick, or I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this. Like, we can't tell God our plans after He tells us what to do. Right. We just gotta move and and be obedient, like you said. Right. We have to have a yes in our spirit. Yeah. And that's my pivot was a good pivot. I was um I was I wasn't scared and that's how I knew it was from God. 
I wasn't afraid. I was ready. I was just ready to go at that point. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I had talked to a couple of people at work about it, but the day that I turned in my notice, I didn't tell anyone because I knew they would talk me out of it Mm. or try to talk me out Mm -hmm. of it. Why girl, don't leave yet. Do this. No. Mm -hmm. When you're about to do something that God has told you to do, you can't discuss it with people. Right. And I always go back to the story of, of Abraham in the Bible, how God told him to lay his son on the altar. Yeah. You know, his friends looked at him like he was like, yeah. dude, <laughs> what are you doing? And it's, it's like when God told him to do it, he didn't go and tell his wife, like, so God told me to, we got to put our son on the altar and kill him. Like he didn't tell anybody. Right. He just got up the next morning, said, we going up there to do a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. We're going to worship God. We'll be back. Yeah. He didn't ask any questions. He didn't tell anybody. He didn't explain to anybody. He just did what he had to do. And he knew that God was going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I was like, I can't tell anybody. And then, of course, people found out like a day later, <laughs> DJ Butterfingers, first person. And I knew what he was calling me about. It was like the next day at 10 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> so that's what, that's, that's what we're going to do. I was like, here we how go. do you know? <laughs> first of all, who's telling my business? This is why I'm leaving because y'all talk too much. See? <laughs> You could have told me, man. I love you, butter. Um, but he's just like, you could have told me. I was like, yeah, man. I knew he was going to talk me out mm-hmm. of it. I'm like, me and you are the closest out of everybody at the station. I knew you were going to talk me out of it. But he knew also. Like, he he would tell me after I had Bella, like, man, you didn't change, man. You like a mom for real now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's different. Yeah. I can't be the same Nikki that I used to be. Mm-hmm. I can't stand up here and stand on the tables and <laughs> and almost break the tables at the studio trying to dance to your mix. Like I'm, I'm tired, bro. Right. I ain't got no sleep. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm depressed. You know, I went through postpartum depression, so it was just a, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But right before I quit, I had dreams, and I'm real big on you know dreams from like. If, if I have a dream, I'm going to pray about it to see if it's from God. And I just kept having these dreams and they always happened at the station. Mm. And it was always like, it was like a tornado, a fire, a poison leaking from the ceiling. And like, you know, I'm around people in the dream and they're just like, I don't see nothing. I'm like, how you not see? <laughs> and it's like, it started to happen. Like yeah. one day, you know, I had a dream that it was a tornado happening and we had this big window at the station and people were just looking at it. So before I went into work one day, someone had posted from the studio, looking out the window saying, oh my gosh, it's a tornado on the way. And I'm like, hold up, (laughs) hold up, okay. And even the last day that I left, I I left February 13th. I was supposed to leave the 14th, but I said, I'm I'm, I'm done today. Today's, I'm gone. I can't do Mm -hmm. another day. And that day we had a fire drill. Because someone from the, like, upstairs or downstairs had left some bread or something in the toaster. So everybody had to get out of the building. Wow. I'm like, okay, it's time to go. That isn't God said hello. Not, 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 hello. Hello. What else do I have to show you? And I was, you know, I was just, I said, you know what? I'm God's going to take care of me. Then all this COVID stuff happened. Yeah. And a part of me was like, God, come on now. You could have, you could have let me stay another month, bruh. Like, I could have been working from home, but deep down inside, the music that I was playing, the influence that I had on people wasn't something that I was proud of. Mm -hmm. So whether I was working from home or working at the station, it still wasn't, it wasn't for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand what that feels like when God is changing you and transforming you. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of things that you used to do, it will bug the fire out of you. It's you like just a feel, burden yes, it's like your blessing has turned into a burden. Yes, yeah, yes. Because I know, like, I, I still listen to hip-hop. Like, anybody that follows me can see me doing the stank face and dance and stuff. But it's certain songs that I cannot listen, listen. to. I can't do it. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> and it used to be stuff that would just, like, get it popping. But Look. I can't hear it anymore because it irritates me. Yeah. It's like, like it's like something, like, like I got a, like, you walk into a, 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 a cloud of gnats or something. And you just, yeah. it's just horrible. Now, the Brandy and Monica last night, though. Oh, now, I listen. Was I, I was, was all in that. All today, I was. I had to tune into that. Took me back. Yeah, right that there. took me back. That took me back. But I saw someone post um, Megan Thee Stallion at the VMAs and her song um, with Cardi B, and it was not edited. Oh, and so I was listening, and my whole face was like, "Yeah, oh, my, what? Yeah." She said, and it was so funny because when I work in radio, like I know the clean versions. I never listen to the dirty versions. Uh-huh. So I would get in my car, like if the DJ played a song, I'm like, oh, I like that song. Then I get in the car and I hear the real version. I'm like, that's yeah. what I'm playing? Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. I ain't trying to tell nobody, kill nobody. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. What? Because, what? like, I will, if you put a song on now, I will sing it exactly. I will sing the clean version. Like, I can make my noise, like, I can bleep it out with my, <laughs> that's how good I was at, like, rapping the song. Yeah. But the, I'm like, Oh no, I'm I'm not about to tell nobody. I'm not gonna keep playing. Yeah, this it was just, and you were right. Like at the end, like those last three months, I was like, I had clocked out. I was mentally gone. Mm-hmm. I was there, and nobody knew this, but I was like even recording my breaks. Like I would record them before I got on the radio, and I would just sit there. Wow. And hit the play button. Wow. Because I was so over it. Even people would come in to do interviews and my boss would be like, yo, such and such is coming in for an interview. I'd be like, well, tell them to come back at seven so B-Nose can do it. I don't want to do it. Like, I used to literally pray if I had an interview, I'd be like, please don't let them come on time. Please don't let them come on time. And Vanetta, I'll go in and she'd be like, oh, such and such came in during my show. I'd be like, woo, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I did not want to interview these people. <laughs> She's talking about thank you. Thank Jesus. you, Jesus. That's right. Y'all, but Miss Bella is in the studio with us. She just she just gave us a praise break. She's as cute as she can be. Oh my gosh. She's as cute as she can be. Bella's a trip. Let me tell you. I love Miss Bella. And I was having to bring Bella to the station and just having, you know, a daughter, especially at that age, coming yeah. to the studio and you know, now she's catching up on words. Like yeah. I can't listen to anything. I can't. I have to be very careful about what I say. They're little sponges; they catch everything. Listen, yeah. and it's so funny because she has a she has a bear, and so when, when she he's laughing on her, she has a bear that she sleeps with. So when she like rubs his butt on her face or whatever like that, like just rubbing mm-hmm. the bear, see, she said butt face. So she heard me. She heard him say that one day. And I was, we were sitting in the car and I was like, oh, she about to go to sleep. She rubbing the bear's butt on her face. And she in the back to my butt face. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Look, and I'm over here laughing. I'm not helping. Let me turn my uh, head. Everything. So I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not still at the station because she would be hearing all this music. Yeah. And I would have to take her to work with me, especially when my husband was on the road a lot. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you prayed and fat. Stop saying that. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. That's not nice, Bella. I'm so trying not to laugh. That is so funny. 
Go laugh at her. I know. Funny. I know it's not helping. <laughs> I know it's not helping. One day I was cooking and she just running through the kitchen yelling it. I'm like, please stop saying it. People <laughs> think I'm just saying it in the house. And <laughs> Look at my kid. Stop, okay. Bella. Don't do that. I'm so tickled, y'all. She's just cute. <laughs> She's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Don't say that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you prayed and fasted for me. And um, it was just really nice to know that that God had people in my circle. Yeah. That I don't even know. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> Stop saying that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, can I hear this? I'm trying. I really don't. I kind of hope they do. Uh, I'm trying not to laugh because I know I the, more, the more we laugh, the more she's going to say it. But oh my gosh, I'm I tickled. I'm, I'm so tickled. When she does sit at home, I just turn my head like... Yeah, you have to. You have to. So she don't see me laughing, but it's it's funny. It's you know, fun. you know what tickles me though. And when she, I don't know if she still does this, but when you would ask her a question and she would shake her head, no. That <laughs> stop saying that. Though. She she doesn't say no as much. It's like she's it's like she's getting older. So if she does have fun doing something, she'll say fun and whatever she just did. Oh, like we went to the beach, and I'll be like, "Did you have fun at the beach?" And she'll say, "Fun beach." Oh, but if she doesn't like something, she definitely she will yeah. hit you with the no. Yeah. For real. Especially with food and stuff. It was just her shaking her head that would tickle me. I don't know why. That would just make my whole day. And it wouldn't just be like a one, two shake. She'd be like, no, mm, just like, no, yeah. no, no. She's no, going to no. let you know that, no, I don't like this. <laughs> I, I don't like this. <laughs> she likes calling her dad by his first name. Oh, now. my goodness. Because she hears me say it yeah. in the house. And so she says it exactly like I say it. It's so crazy sometimes. <laughs> Like I can't believe it. <laughs> Honey, they grow up real fast. They do. They grow up real fast. You you blink and then she's going off to college. Yeah. So enjoy these moments. Yeah. Enjoy them. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? How do I make money off of my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it is so easy to use on the go. I can pull up the app on my phone, record a podcast, add some music, add my intro, add my outro, and edit all on the fly. So there's no need to sit by a laptop all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast, boo. Hey, hey, peeps. 
We are always looking for great show ideas and who better to ask than our charging station family. If you have a topic you would like for us to discuss or if you know someone who will be a great interview for the show, please hit us up at podcast at livingmyempoweredlife.com. We're looking forward to hearing from you. So now that you've made the pivot out of radio, Mm -hmm. I noticed you did something. You've done you've done a few things. You've done a few things. Your your own um your own broadcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I do gospel radio. Yeah. Yeah. So I went from hip hop telling people to slap each other to telling people (laughs) to pray for each other. So uh yeah, I um and it's funny because the station that I'm with is Fubu Radio and when I was at Power, I was working with them, like mm. just doing some part-time. Um, they played mostly 90s R&B stuff, mm-hmm. so I was doing a show, but I really wasn't into it. And so when I quit, he was like, you still want a show? Can you, um, Bella? <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I left, he called me and said, you still want a show? And I said, um, I want a gospel show. Mm. And he's like, okay, well, let's do it. So, you know, it's it's a big change, but I'm really excited about it because I get to start something from the beginning. Yeah. You know, like being on, on FM stations, commercial radio, you got 500,000 people listening to you. You mm-hmm. got to follow the rules. You got to read this when you're supposed to read it. You got to basically, you're a puppet. Mm. And now I'm, I'm free. Mm-hmm. I am free. And you can create. Yeah, they let yeah. me do what I want to do. How, you want to talk for two minutes, talk for two minutes. Because, you know, in, in commercial radio, you talk for 30 seconds and that's it. You're wow. supposed to. But I didn't. I, I just, I never followed the rules from the very beginning. <laughs> 15, 15 years ago, I've never followed the rules. I've always been like the black sheep. Like everybody, when something pops off at the station, everybody's looking at me like, what you think? I'm like, man, forget them. <laughs> what you want? What You're you the game doing? changer. Yeah. Like, I'm, game the, changer. I'm the one that's like, oh, you don't like your job? Just quit. Yeah. And my friends, like, I tell people like, man, don't don't go to Nikki if you don't want to quit your job because she's going to make you quit your job. <laughs> so you've got your gospel radio station. Mm-hmm. You've got the prayer line going. Yes. And y'all, let me let me just let me just put this little plug in. Um, <laughs> y'all know when you meet a spiritual warrior, right? Warrior, right? Miss Nikki um, does these three day fasts, <laughs> these water fasts, DJ. and I support. <laughs> she she does drops for me. The I hear her. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. That's Miss Bella, y'all. She's gonna she's gonna be a powerful powerful woman. I can just see it. Yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but Miss Nikki does these three day water fasts, and I be supporting from the outside because uh, uh, and I look. I say this now, and I know God is going because this is just how He does me. Sometimes I'm saying this now. I'm supporting from the outside because God ain't called me to that yet. But watch, watch. I will what, have one. Yeah, I've done one before, but it's been a while. And oh, I let's remember. Let's do one um, starting tomorrow. You see that? You got your water bottle. Build yeah. life. Look, build look, life is look on, your, on your water bottle. See, that's why you don't tell folk that's connected <laughs> to God stuff. Because they, they hold you <laughs> accountable. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to text you all the next now, time I see. do. Oh, Lord. See? See? But how has doing the water fast? Now, I remember when I did one. It just those three days. It was like whoa. It was tough. It was tough, but the clarity mm-hmm. 
and the changes mm -hmm. the oh that came from the power mm -hmm. the power mm -hmm. that came from that and you've done what how many now that i know of? like I three four so you're four so um this last one that you did what have you seen god do if if you can share if you can't share i understand because i know god sometimes he'll he'll have us do some things and like don't sit don't you know keep a cap on that right now what has God done for you in just the last fast? I finished two books. Ma'am. Um, you know, every fast is something different. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. always something different. Yeah. And it's always a little tougher. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking the next fast I do, oh, I got this. But yeah. it's like, it's worse than the last mm -hmm. one. You, you know why? You know why? I don't know why. I've heard some people say it always gets worse after. Yeah, surgery. it gets worse because you're going you're going from 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 glory to glory. Mm. So you got to remember, Satan's always there to, to steal, kill and destroy. And so mm -hmm. every every level that you go higher, he's like, ah, nah, because you're disrupting what he's trying to do. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it gets tough. I can remember smelling bacon and when nobody. <laughs> Frying bacon around me, like I'm in my car. Why am I smelling hamburgers? Like what? So it, it gets hard. It's, it's 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 hard. Like I did the seven day juice cleanse with just juice. That was hard. And then the water fasts were tough. But every fast is different. So you know, I've done one fast, and I don't think it was for me, but it was for my friends, mm. and the people around me. Wow. And God showed me during that one fast that just because I'm not necessarily giving you or blessing you at the moment, I'm blessing your friends, mm -hmm. which is still blessing you because mm -hmm. I'm breaking things off of them on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So this last fast was really good. Um, whew, it was tough. That that first day was easy. That day two, day three. And it's even tougher when I got a two year old. Yeah, yeah. They still gotta eat your face. Yeah. Like, Always I, got snacks. <laughs> <laughs> like she ate breakfast this morning. She had toast, eggs, grapes, strawberries, all that snack. You just ate. <laughs> sit down. Go sit down somewhere. You have a snack. She talking about snack, man. <laughs> <laughs> give me a take it. Take it back to dad and tell to give you a snack. That's too funny. So. Yeah, this last fast, um, not even the water fast this time, but the 30-day social media fast that mm. I went on, that really revealed a lot to me, and God was dealing with me about finishing what I started. Ooh. And I'm the type of person that I'll write down 100 ideas, 100 businesses, I got a 1,000 domain names, I got an LLC for everything that I know how to do, and I ain't finished not one of them. So this, the books that I I, I was working on... God's been dealing with me for eight years to do a book. Mm. And I always push it off like, yeah, God, I don't I don't like to write. Like, I hate writing. <laughs> I am not a writer. I'm like, God, let me do an audio book. That'll be better for me. No, I want you to write a book. Mm. And so during the 30-day social media fast, um, he was just dealing with me like, you got all these gifts that I've given you, and I want to bless what you already have. I don't want to bless your new ideas right now. I want to bless something that you already have. So why don't you do what I ask you to do? Finish what you start. And so I just buckled <sighs> down and I finished my book. The After that three-day fast, I think maybe a day or two after the fast, I got my book proof back. Wow. Yeah. 
it's it's like so much that happens during these phases. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to remember, but that was the main thing for me was to finish what I start. Let me bless what you what I've already given you. Mm-hmm. And it's like sometimes God has given us something, a business, or you know something that He's given us, a book or a podcast or whatever that He's given us, and we just kind of throw it to the side yeah. or carelessly just give it away to the enemy. Like, yeah, I don't want this anymore, mm-hmm. but God still has His blessing on it. But mm-hmm. we have to put in the work to receive the blessing from it. Y'all, I just want you guys to know that this is the first time I've ever um, spoken with a guest for a chat, and I've gotten like so convicted. <laughs> like, right now. I got so convicted because one of the things that I ask God to do, and I remind Him of this, I tell Him, like, Lord, you said that you have blessed the work of my hands. And you have given me the ability to obtain wealth. And girl, it's sure enough, as you just said what you said, I heard Holy Spirit say, well, do the work. That's it. We got to do the work. Do the work. It's like we get to the middle of it and we're like frustrated and the yes. process is too difficult. And yes. then we're like, oh, I got a new idea. Let me write this idea down. And then that's all fun for two or three weeks. And we're like, oh, this is tiring. So let me write a new idea. But it's like, it's really not that hard once you start putting the work mm-hmm. in. And God is going to give you the strength. So even with the two books that I put together that I wrote, it was like once I got to the end of it and I got it formatted and everything was done, I was like, this was really easy. Mm. It wasn't even difficult. Like I'm telling other people, you you need me to help you with your book? Like I know exactly what yes. you know, who to call. Yeah. Love. Love. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, this isn't for me. Like, you know, yeah. what I learned is for everybody. Yeah. So it's just like we got to put in the work if we want God to bless it. Like we will write it down a hundred times in our journal. God bless my hands. God, I want to be wealthy. God, like he's got so many million dollar ideas inside of us. Yeah. And we just keep playing around with these little $5 here and there ideas mm-hmm. and just doing and enough. Free 99s. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. doing enough. But it's like we're all... Like created for yeah. something, a million dollar idea, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know something that like you just totally like messed me up. Like I'm off my game right now. But <laughs> but was it's been like this week has been a difficult week because you like a couple weeks ago we lost someone on um who's who was powerful on Instagram and she passed away. Um Rest in peace, CC, um, Alcyon Gunn, Gun, the six-figure chick. I saw that. Her passing shook me because I've taken some of her class. I've taken a lot of her classes. I've learned, you know, studied her and learned some stuff. And I'm like, why aren't you doing what CC taught you? So that messed me up. And then I was like, all right, Tracy, get it together. But then when we, we see Chadwick Boseman pass away, mm. I'm like, look here now. And then I said, you know what? I've all, I've looked at death differently since my daughter passed away, but I've realized I've gotten complacent with it. But these two passings have made me realize, you know what, you're really on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. We are really on borrowed time. And if 2020 hadn't taught us anything, it's taught us that. So it's like, if you've got gifts, like I believe everybody has gifts. Mm-hmm. Everybody has gifts. We just have to tap into those gifts. And as soon as we tap into those gifts, one, we're going to give God glory. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how many people will be blessed by that and set free and healed by what God has put in us. So, whoo, I'm convicted. I got to stay up tonight and do some work. Look, I told myself, I said, look, I got to say, I told him, I said, I'm staying up tonight to work. 
Because normally I try to go to sleep when she goes to sleep. Mm -hmm. And get and I try to get up before she gets up. This morning I did good. So I was really, I was on like 100. I got up like 30 minutes before she did. Nice. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> normally I always get up and I walk. Walk past her room real quiet, and she like, hey, <laughs> uh, it's 7.30, go back to sleep. Hey. <laughs> she just be like, hey. <laughs> I'll be like, bro, come on, God, give me a day, man. But he's like, I'm giving you days. You ain't doing nothing with it. Mm. What are you Ooh. doing with the days I'm giving you? Ooh. So it's like 2020 has been rough, man. It's been yeah. like... um. It just seems like, and, and my mom and them were talking about it this weekend. They were looking at something on Facebook, and they was like, boy, these people are leaving here younger and younger. Yeah. And it was, it yeah. was never like this. No. When I was younger, people lived to be 90, 100. Yes. And yeah. You never heard about, if, if someone young passed, you were just like in total shock, like disbelief. Yeah. And oh my gosh, like, yeah, what is happening? But now it's like, you just look, you turn around, it's like, oh, someone else. Someone oh, else is gone. Someone else. Like, Another hashtag. Yeah. It's just like it's crazy. What are we doing? Like we all have gifts and we all, like you said, we're on borrowed time. And we don't know when our time We don't. And that's what I, I try to push myself every morning. Um, even with this book, I'm like, Nikki, you have to be consistent. Cause I get to the point where I get tired of social media. Yeah, I'm there now. And I just, <laughs> I just don't sometimes I'm like, I just wanna take a break for like yeah. thirty days again and get away. But I'm like, you have to be consistent. You have to put your gift out there because that's the only way people right now are going to see your gift. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how you're impacting people. Just because you feel like you're not doing anything, someone else may Man. look at it differently. Just because two people like your post, those two people may be the two that needed it. Right. It's like you have to just put it out there and just go for it. And I, you know, you see people passing every day and I look and I'm just like, man, what if tomorrow was it? Mm. Have I done everything? Uh, mm -hmm. Mama? I can't go right now, baby. Go with that, Dad. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, you got to live full and die empty. Yeah, like, live definitely. Live full and die empty. And that's been my, that's been my prayer. Like, every, every fast that I do, that's my main prayer is that God just keep emptying me out. Mm -hmm. Of all the junk that mm -hmm. the world has given me, everything that I've taken in, just like, Everything, just anything that's not of my purpose yeah. or for my purpose, just get it out of me. And then my birthday's tomorrow, so I'm just like... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So I'm just, I've really been reflecting, like, just, you know, this morning I wrote down, I said, you know, I'm a mom, I got my author, you know, I have a lot to be thankful for. And we don't, sometimes we don't realize how much we have to yeah. be thankful for. Yeah. And that's why I try to every morning wake up. If I don't journal, I at least write down what I have to be yeah. thankful for. That's a great practice. It, yeah. it keeps you in a, a wonderful mindset, mm -hmm. especially during 2020. Yeah. Like, we need that. We need that. <laughs> we need that. And I learned that from my aunt when she passed. She had a journal mm -hmm. and it was a thankful journal. Wow. And it was the simplest stuff. Like one day she said, I'm thankful for this banana. Nice. I'm thankful that, you know, she was real sick. I'm thankful that I can at least just walk from my bed to the bathroom mm. and not have to have help. So that really put a lot of things in perspective. And after she passed, it's got to be like maybe 10 years now. But I've always tried to make sure that I keep a thankful journal. Mm -hmm. And with Bella, I keep it so that, you know, one day when I'm not here, she can gain encouragement, hopefully, yeah. from what I wrote. 
and like even like her little paintings and stuff i i write notes on them and hang them in frames so Aww. you know like maybe one day i'm not gonna tell her they're there but maybe one day she'll like open it up and be like oh wow oh that's awesome so i try to just you know i even yeah i, I try to do that and just make sure i'm thankful yeah. every day for something something because we all have something to be grateful yeah. for and yeah. thankful for we do we do yeah. we just need to take inventory Especially on ourselves. Oh man, don't even. That's oh, another dang. podcast episode. We got to go harder. <laughs> we just got to go harder. You know, like yeah. we just don't know, and we, we don't, don't. want to leave here and get to the gates, and it's like <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And God looking you up and down like, uh, what's up, period, poo? Right? <laughs> you then doing all that? Okay, mm-hmm. what's up? Because I heard a story one time, and you probably heard this, but the, it was a guy that got to heaven, and it was like a bunch of boxes, mm-hmm. and he walked in the room and was like, what's in these boxes? And uh, Peter or somebody was like, you don't want to look in there. He's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I want to see it. And it was just like rows and rows of boxes. And he's like, no, let me look. And he's like, okay, go ahead. And it was every gift that he had. Mm. And he never used it. Man. I, oh, Lord. I got to go home and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, God. Like, just, just, like, and it's, it's so crazy because even though I'm I'm a faithful person and I step out and people see me quit my job, it's certain things where sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know, God. I don't yeah. want to put that out there. Like, even with my prayer line. He was dealing with me for years about mm-hmm. putting the prayer line out to the point where my conference call line goes all the way back to 20, 20, 2013. And I just started using it uh, last year. I remember you saying that, yeah. And it's like, what are you waiting on? And it was so funny because the day that I was going to put it out, my uncle called me out of nowhere. I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he was like, um, whatever you're supposed to do today, you need to go on and do it. Oh, come on. I said, mm. huh? He was like, yeah, that thing that you're talking about that you want to do, God said, go ahead and do it. Stop waiting. What are you waiting for? And I was like, you talking to Brandon? He was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling you what you need to do. Wow. You need to do it now. Wow. Whew. And it's just like, how much further could we be if we just step out and really, 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 really step out? Yo, she about to right cry. Now. She over here with her hands. I got my hands up to my eyes. Like, I'm trying not to cry these thug tears, man. She messing me up. <laughs> How you come on my, my be a guest on my podcast and messed up the host now? Oh, we gotta step out, man. We gotta we gotta be everything that God has called us to be. We have to step out. Mm. We have to be what God has called us to be. Even if we don't understand it, we don't like it, we don't like so right. you know I have to deal with myself with social media. Like if you ever see me get ghosts for a day or two on social, that's because I'm like, uh over I'm it. I'm gonna do it today. Yep. But I try now to just do it and get off. And I mute a lot of things that I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to be bombarded with so much. That's a great um, practice. But it's just like you have to be who you're called to be. Because just like you said, people could be out here dying right now. Yeah. Because of one one move that we refuse to make. Somebody is losing their life right now. Lord Jesus. Okay, Lord, I hear and, that. And I have to think about that too. Like when my, <laughs> you know, with my prayer, like sometimes, you know, people are like, when are you going to pray again? And I'm like, well, you know, when the spirit calls me, I'll pray. And, and sometimes I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'll be, 
and that's a lot out of you. It does. People don't realize that it takes a lot out of you, and it's it's like people don't understand. Like you can't you can always pray, but there's a difference in praying and interceding. Mm So when you intercede, that's when God has called you like, all right, I need you here mm-hmm. on, on, on go. Mm-hmm. And that takes a lot out of you. Like you really feel drained. And then a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And when you're taking on people's burdens, because you ta- you're carrying the burden of their prayer. So when people, Listen. when people, um, when I put up, um, submit your prayer request. The stuff that you see, oh man, it's like woo, it's heavy. It's so heavy, but that's the burden that is the calling on my life, and mm-hmm. I have to pray for each and every person individually. And then God even said to me, "No, you send them a voice note. Don't te- don't type nothing. Send them a voice note because I put my anointing on your voice. Mm-hmm. So you need to use your voice to destroy the yoke, my God, mm-hmm. my God." Anyway, now you're speaking to me like. <laughs> I'm, and you know I'm the type and I do the same thing like I'll just tell the person look here's my number just call me mm-hmm. like you know and, and when people call me I'll have some people call me to just talk about their problems and I'll cut like you got five minutes mm-hmm. to talk about whatever what you can vent for five minutes after that I don't want to hear it anymore right. and it's not to be rude but you've already talked to 50 people about this situation exactly I'm not about to be 51 exactly what's the solution what we gonna do what we gonna do and I and I have women that, you know, talk about their relationships with me. I'm like, look, I'm not going to tell you to leave and I'm not going to tell you to stay, but I'm going to tell you to find God. Mm-hmm. That's all I can tell you. That's my best advice for every mm-hmm. situation. Find God, start seeking his face, start praying, start, you know, start slow. Do five minutes a day. Yeah. Then it'll grow. Next thing you know, next year you be doing three-day water fast with yes. me, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. three day water fast. You just confirmed something and you don't even know what you just confirmed, child. I'll tell you that off the air. Okay. <laughs> but let's talk about these two books that came out of your water fast. Well, one of them is loud mouth, right? <laughs> hey, baby. Okay, sit still. <laughs> Say, I, I have, have a, a book. book. Woo, good okay. job. <laughs> so, so, book. Yep, that's book. Um, so the two books I Day. please take She knows what to do with the Come microphone, on, y'all. Boy. She she is the professional. Boy. Yes, Miss Bella. <laughs> <laughs> to say that in the mic so bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am that person. Don't say that. Don't say that. Okay. I think. I don't know what you're saying. Um, Some stuff I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I'm sorry. It's just, I guess it's in in the... It's in her genes. It's in her DNA. It's in her DNA. This is real life reality podcast, y'all. Reality. Oh, this is Real, real life. Look, here, take mommy's phone. Go play with mommy's phone. Hit my phone. Turn it down. Um, so I went through a phase of postpartum depression after I had my daughter. I didn't really know what it was. I just knew that I was really emotional. Mm. I was really tired.
I just, I couldn't see a way out some days. Mm -hmm. And uh, my husband would tell me, you know, the enemy will attack you when you're tired. Yes, yes. And, and convince you of all these crazy things. He's like, you need to get some sleep. Yeah. So I went through postpartum depression and I just got to a point where I was like, I'm tired. Something has to change in my life. Mm -hmm. I was eating crazy, like whatever I could find, I'm eating it. Cookies, cakes, let's go. Mm. Um, so I had uh, went on a, a trip with my friend, and it kind of just changed my perspective of, of life. Um, and actually, that day that I went out with her, it was a mass shooting, like ten minutes away from us in Virginia. Oh wow! And uh, the gunman, gun, the gunman. I think he. It may have been eight people that got killed. Mm. Um, and then he, the the police killed him, um, but he had just got fired from his job. Oh and wow! He got mad, mm. and so that really took me like, yo. He could have been like here. He could have had a job in the mall where we're at yeah. working. And so I was like, something has to change in my life. Like I have to tap in with God. I have to tap into my spirit because right now I'm really down. Mm -hmm. And going to this job every day is just not helping. Mm -hmm. So I started juicing. And it was life changing. Like I did a seven-day juice cleanse, never juiced in my life. Mm -hmm. And I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And then once all this uh, COVID stuff yeah. happened, I was just sitting at home and I was like, people kept asking me questions about juicing and cleanses. And I was like, I'm just about to put out an ebook. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to just write some stuff in Google Docs. <laughs> y'all give me a dollar. <laughs> and I'll send y'all the link. That was in my mind. That's all I wanted to do. And he was like, what you going to do it on? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to just... People just going to get the Google Doc. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just put some stuff in it. And then it turned into like a full-fledged book. A full-fledged book. A full-fledged 64-page yeah. book. Yeah. So I had started on the process of the book. And then I got frustrated, of course, during the process. Mm -hmm. Like, this is too much. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to tell the story, blah, blah, blah. So then Brandon is a writer. And I said, let's do a children's book. In the midst of doing this book, I said, let's just do a children's book. Mm. And he's like, what about your book? No, 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 let's do a children's book. It'll be better. Mm. So he's a writer. He ended up writing Bella's book. Um, and it's called A Cup Full of Love because she juices with me. Mm -hmm. He came up. I think we came up with the name together. He wrote the book. I took the pictures. You can kind of see. Um, no, no, you can see it. It's so cute. So you look through the book, look. all the pictures I took, and someone had. I had someone trace them. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. And he did the font and the writing of the book. And um, I had a friend that saw the that I told her about the oh. book and she wanted us to take it to another level. So that's why it ended up looking like that. And we started selling it because we were like, we're just going to sell it to our family. Let's print up 20 copies and keep it moving. Wow. Like, that was no, ma'am. <laughs> that, uh, that is too good. Yes. <laughs> so then after Bella's book was done, it took a lot to get this one done. I was like, that's when I went on my 30 day social media fast and God was like, okay, finish what you start. Mm. And that's when I created my book, which yes. is called It's in the Juice. You can look at that one too. Yes, yes, yes. And so look it's at this in cover. <laughs> yes, honey. And Brandon <laughs> took the picture of me on the cover. Like Ooh. we just, we try to, another thing that God deals with, deals with me is just use what you have. Yeah. Stop trying to figure out like, Stop trying to have a thousand dollars or fifty thousand before you can really do it because I think a lot of us create excuses and we're like, well, God, I don't have a team. Well, God, I don't have this money. Well, God, I don't have this. And God, don't. God is like, I'm sick of you telling me what you don't have. What do you have? Just so y'all know, I'm using Nikki's book to cover my face so she can't see me because again, convicted. But so carry on. What do you have? <laughs> like you have a you have a home. Clean mm. your kitchen. Go buy some fruit. You got a camera phone. Use it. Take the cover, picture, put Bella on the 
Despise not the day of humble beginnings. Despise not the day of humble beginnings. And now here go Brandon over here. You might want to get dropping a word. Look now. Despise not the day of humble beginnings. Wow. That's true. So that's how everything came together. And literally the day, like a couple days after the fast, the book came back, the proof came back. And the girl that formatted it for me, it started off as like a 31-page book. Uh And she just took it to another level for me that I never even imagined. So this is beautiful. Yeah. This is let's see. Oh and it's it's a quick read. And you know, like I said, I don't like writing and I'm I'm I like to read, but mm-hmm. I like to like see things while I'm I like pictures. Yeah. Like I'm one of them back in the day I love looking at the C D cover for the pictures. Oh me too. And reading it. <laughs> like I was just always intrigued by yes. pictures and like seeing them back in the day and now and just like putting myself in that position like where they were. So that's why I did the book like I did it. I wrote and I put a lot of pictures in mm-hmm. it. And I did the recipes and, you know, a couple of days after the fast, the proof came back and I was just like, he'll tell you, I was just in the house like, oh my God, I got him. <laughs> I was just smiling. So, and then I took this like deep breath, like, <sighs> it's done. It's finished. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it's, it's been a really good journey. And I'm glad that I went on the journey because now I can help other people that want to put their book out that thinks it's really difficult when it's really not. Yeah. It's very easy. All you got to do is put the work in. And really the end of it is people can do it for you. And you don't need a lot of money. Yeah. You just need a lot of, a lot of faith. Girl. Didn't I tell you this conversation was good? I told you that I was not going to bring people on here who are just not good for our peeps. Like they're, they have to be worthy of being invited to the couch. Okay. And Nikki is definitely that. She is just an overall sweetheart, beautiful, beautiful family. And we continue this conversation next week in part two, because I'm telling you, we just got to talking, honey, and time just flew by, but Time flies when you're having fun. So make sure that you're back here next week for the Charger Station podcast. And we will see you all then. Until then, let's close out in prayer. Father God is in the matchless name of Jesus that we just want to say thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day. God, we don't take it lightly that you have exhaled so that we can inhale. And every breath is full of potential, God. I pray, Father, that those who are listening to this podcast who may be dealing with fear, who are afraid to step out on faith, I pray, Father, that you will speak to them so clearly that they take at least a baby step, God, because a baby step is still progress, God. And let them not be afraid nor be intimidated by anyone that they come in contact with. Just show them father that you are with them and with you all things are possible until next time when we meet again father i pray protection and safety prosperity over your listeners and i thank you god for again for this platform father i'm going to always thank you for this platform and i thank you god for just being with me even on this journey We love you and adore you and appreciate you in Jesus' name. All right, chick, until next week, make sure you come back here to get part two of this conversation. But always remember, what, what? God loves you. I love you. And it ain't nothing you can do about it, boo. Boop. Thanks for listening to The Charging Station with Tracy Massey. We hope you enjoyed the episode, but more importantly, we hope you'll take the next step and apply these tools in your own life. 
please subscribe, share, and leave a review so others can find this podcast too. You definitely want to check out livingmyempoweredlife.com for free resources and all kinds of goodies, all to help you slay life without apology. Until next time, ready, set, live.